Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And we're back. Yeah. And better Woo-hoo. than ever. Wait, we didn't miss we, anything. Uh, what are we talking about? No, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant to say. We we partied a little too hard at the Mr. Oscar ceremony. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we felt like we needed an entire week, even after an entire week of recovering, we still weren't <laughs> ready to record another podcast, so... No, the no. episode was just so good. We wanted to give you all two weeks to listen to it. I mean, you really should have listened to it a couple times, I think. I, yeah. You know, I, I feel like it's a one a day or, you know, you know, I, like you sit down to poop, you listen to Mr. Oscar, and then next thing you know, you're fired because you've been on the toilet for an hour and a half. So, <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> so then you then you listen to it again. Right. And then you, get, you, then you get rehired. your job. Uh, yeah, def- have all that melt away into the background. Just listen to our, our voices. That's right. Um, That's right. But yeah, sorry, we took an unexpected break. We didn't tell our listeners, but I um, I didn't actually get a chance to te- tell the co-hosts either all the details about what happened to me, why I was unable to record. And uh, it's kind of a long story, but I think it's one worth telling here on the podcast because it starts... The day before, it starts on Sunday, before we were supposed to record, I went for a hike in the woods. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally where hikes happen. Generally where hikes happen. It's a good point, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the hike that I was going to do, that I did do, I had to drive down a snow-covered road to get to the trailhead. About a mile and a half, two miles. Got there, parked, did a great hike. It was a beautiful sunny day. Fantastic out. Dogs had fun running around. Nice nice warm weather great stuff get back to the car and in all that time that i was hiking having fun in the sun the road that i drove in on melted and went from a nice firm road i could drive on to a very soft slushy road that my car could not drive on unfortunately Mm. that's the problem Uh uh-huh so i tried to leave got not very far whatsoever and then my car got stuck in a rut and could not move whatsoever. And for those of you who don't know Montana that well, it's a big place. There's a lot of places where you can be without cell service. And there's a lot of places you can be with cell service. Unfortunately, I was about 50 miles away from one of those places with cell service when this uh, happened. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But fortunately, um, I was a mile from a hotel that was open. So I walked down the road a mile and got to the hotel and was able to use their landline to call for some help. And I was like, okay, it's too, there's no way I'm going to get my car out. And in fact, no one come out to tow me out today at all either because it's too soft. They're not going to be able to get their tow truck down there. So I'll just go home, get right home, uh, feed the starving dogs, and then come back tomorrow morning after it's going to be cold tonight, freeze up, come back, drive out tomorrow. So I did that. Except the next day, it was not cold enough to refreeze. Ugh. And I did have a tow truck driver come out. He was like, I called him up. They were like, listen, we're the only people in the valley who could probably come out and get you. We have the equipment. We have the right stuff. I'm like, listen, you probably don't want to drive out here. You probably just want a portable winch to pull me out. He's like, listen, I got the right, the right truck. I'll be fine. So he shows up. He was not fine. <laughs> he... <laughs> <laughs> immediately sinks into the snow and has to use his winch on the back of his truck to get himself out. 
And we're still like, like I said, we're like a mile and a half from my car at this point. So I'm like, hey, can I borrow your shovel and just go get started on my car? Because he wasn't going to give up. I think he was like, if I don't get this guy out of this ditch that he's in, I'm not going to get paid. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get the the money that I've earned by driving 50 miles outside of cell service to come get this guy. So right. he's not giving up and it's raining at this point too. So all the oh. snow is getting like even softer and slushier <laughs> oh, and just man. sinkier. I think and you just leave your car behind and buy a new vehicle. That's it. Yeah. No joke. I was like, what is going to be more this towing bill? Or if I just got my car impounded and I had to like get it out of impact, like right. just abandon the car, wait for somebody else to deal with it and then find it. So long to make a long story slightly less long, the guy comes out, he hikes out, he shovels my car out for like several hours. He's, he's helping me under my car with a shovel, digging it out, finally get out. And like, I start moving, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to wait for the guy. I, I just have to start going. Right. So I go on down this road, going down Is this road. Is he running behind you down this no, road? No, no, no. Cause we, we have this whole plan. He's like, listen, if you get out, just go. Just go, and I'll catch up with you. And, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. So I'm going. Um, I make it to where he's stuck because it's so so narrow. I can't get past him, right? So I get to where he's stuck. Um, he catches up. I let some air out of my tires, which helps me get the traction I need to get, get going, get around the ruts he's made, and escape. This whole thing was like six hours, basically, uh, from start to end. He's, terrible. He's still back there like at this point i made it back to the hotel that i originally called from the day before i'm drying off next to the fire i'm like and i can see out the window like in the distance across the railroad tracks his car and where he's stuck <laughs> and he's still stuck there trying to get out and i like i use the the landline and i'm like hey i called this company it turns out it was just him and his wife I called his wife and she she's like i'm like he's okay he's gonna be a little bit but can i just pay you and then I'll see you guys later some other time. That's not right now. So I paid over the phone. I drove away. He might still be there. I don't know. <laughs> so oh so oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. You abandoned this guy in the middle of nowhere, Montana. 50 miles yeah, from cell phone service. But this guy was so confident in his abilities to get out. But it he sounds like, like he was, his confidence was wrong. He was making, so he had, he had winches. He was making progress. Slow, slow, slow progress. (laughs) Listen, what I know about you in Montana is that this, seeing as you tried to already kill me in this state, I feel like, Uh I feel like you may have possibly killed this guy. Uh, no, he's good. I left them, I left them a five-star review on Google (laughs) after this whole, this whole thing. So that made up for it all? So, so here's the thing. So I, I, okay. I called his wife on the phone. Let him know. Let her know he's okay. Explain the situation. What time we started? What time it ended? And she's like, "Okay, normally it would be the six hundred bucks, but because he got stuck, I'll give you a discount of a hundred bucks." So this guy's entire day he's out there, and at this point. At this point, how know, pissed right? was that guy when he got home and he found out that she gave him a hundred dollar discount? <laughs> and the thing is, like, my insurance is paying for it. I have like roadside assistance, so I'm like, you don't have to give me a discount, you know? Right, right, right. Because <laughs> he got stuck. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh but, uh, man. But um, Do, have I you checked home. back in? Did he make it home? Well, they left a comment on my review saying 
call us anytime you need help. So okay. therefore, I think he's home. Because <laughs> it's just the two of them. So if he didn't make it home, they, they probably, wouldn't be able to offer future services. Right, right. Do we have? Do uh, we give him a shout out? Like, what's his name? What's his business? Like, what's what's happening here? Um, if you are stuck in the <laughs> northwest region of Montana, call Meriden Towing and Hauling or something like that. Meriden Towing, no, Meridian, Meridian Towing. That's what it was. And ask for. Yeah. It's just the two of them. There's well, no one to ask what's for. What's his name? It's, he's got the one truck. He, he was Dan. Dan was the guy's name. He was super helpful. Um, Dan, if you're listening, you should have said something to me that you were a fan when we were in person. But Right, right. Uh, he was probably too. He was, he, that's probably why he, he, he insisted that he helped because he was like, this is over we're talking about here. Uh-huh. This, this is the, this, this is the, this is the, ooh. Or the, like, we can't, it is. We, we can't, we can't. <laughs> we can't let him down. Like, what, what, what is this? This poor guy. I feel so bad for him. I trust me. I felt terrible too. But uh, he did save me. He did a great job. He got paid for it. Um, but we did have to miss a podcast recording. So he could have done a better job, I think. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> Meridian Towing, we're going to send you a bill for the podcast that we missed. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> to recoup some of those losses, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. It's just, it's just, it's just business. It's just business. You understand. So on top of all this, Ober, I, I know that your vehicle is white. It was stuck in the it mud. Is. How it was stuck in the bra- snow. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, how brown yeah. is it now? Did you so send them a bill no, for the for the detailing too? No, no. It came out. It came out clean. Just um, it was quite the adventure that. Um, I know I told you guys a little bit. I was like, I just been stuck pushing, <laughs> pushing my car for six hours. I can't record tonight. But got here. I'm alive. He's presumably alive. We assume. And, and now we're recording a podcast again. There you go. Wow, that's like, that is that is quite this quite the saga. I I, I will say. That, that's, I feel yeah. like somebody needs to reach out to this guy and ask if he's alive. Did he lose a foot, a toe, a finger? I think he's okay. He was fine. Um, the people in the hotel were also MVPs of this whole process. They were like letting us use the phone, letting us hang out there and just <laughs> warm up. And, uh, they didn't have to, they could have just been like, Oh, your car's stuck on this road that is nearby. That sucks. Right. But, right. Yeah. They were also champs about it. And how far is this place from your house? Uh, an hour drive. So like 60 miles. Yeah. I can't Dang. think of a place within an hour of my house. That I would have no cell phone service. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it exists. I mean, I, I could think of what it is called my house. <laughs> <laughs> if I travel an hour away, I'm in Charlotte and I'm fine. Like, <laughs> oh, man. There's probably a tunnel you could find in an hour. There probably is. You're probably right. You're probably so I have right. to stop in the middle of the, t- the tunnel and pull over and be like, oh. I found I the one fo- spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I need to make a phone call right now, and I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Golly. But, yeah, that was quite the ordeal. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people to thank to get me out of that jam. But I made it. I learned my lesson. I'm never driving on snow-covered roads in the morning on a day that's going to be sunny again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, boy, that storytelling sure made Ted thirsty. I, you know, I think I have to. I, I don't know if I'm as, as thirsty from the story or as thirsty because I'm I, I'm upset for Dan. 
You got that anger thirst. Yes, I think it's an <laughs> anger thirst. I'm over. I, get touch some haterade. Over. I have to say that I think I'm. I am disappointed in you. Well, I last thing I'll say. Consolation. No, no. no, no. I've only given three businesses reviews on Google before. <laughs> this was number four, where I was <laughs> like, "How can I repay this guy for all of his all this time and effort and everything he put in?" You could have given him an extra hundred dollars. You know, three, three other businesses on Google. Uh huh. Okay, is one of them wing, wings over? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I was like, could you? <laughs> oh man. No, usually I only review businesses if I like know they're a small startup place that I really like the owners. That I'm like, they need the shout out. Right, right, right. So, feel free to look up Meridian uh, Towing out of Columbia Falls, Montana. And give them five star reviews because I can only do it once. But maybe our listeners will help help boost their average. Well, the other thing too is so <sighs> I look. Okay, <laughs> I looked before I started calling towing places. I looked and I'm like, oh, this other place that I won't name has like a bunch of one star reviews. And then I realized that it's because like a lot of people who parked illegally got their car towed by them and they left them one star reviews. I'm like, okay, it's it's hard to judge a place on that, but. Um, Right. But no, these guys, a lot of five star reviews. Not really. It's like 17 reviews. They could use, they could use some more. Well, there's, there's only like 40 people who live in all of Montana. So right. it's a pretty good portion. But I, I, I don't know. You know what, listeners? This is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to have some, some feedback. I, you know, I want you guys to head over to the Discord, which you'll find the link down in the show notes. Or you know, email dawfpodcast at gmail.com. And I, I want your feedback on on this whole situation. Are you as upset with Obert as I am, or should I be happy that Obert lived? I, I, right on it. You should definitely not be upset that I lived. You should be happy <laughs> that I lived for sure. That's yeah. I, I, I mean, oh, you're right. I should be. Ha- should I be happy that Obert lived, or should I be upset that he did not assist the poor stuck guy more? He was getting out. He was honestly. He was doing fine. He was great, and he had another tow job waiting for him, like in the parking lot of the hotel that I was in, like the forest service guys had a car that he needed to tow and they were just watching him with binoculars too, like on this road, like, yeah, he's supposed to be doing this job after you're done. But so this sounds, he, they didn't help him either. What is going on out here? I thought Montana was a very friendly place. What can you do? He was, so it's not like it was a flat road that he was stuck on. Like he, it was across the road tracks up a mountain, down a mountain. Like we're watching him tow himself out with these winches like what can you do with this guy who's got winches other than just like watch and be like good job good win- man he's good, a professional good, good winching yeah <laughs> that that is true it's like it's like when like an electrician comes to your house it's like what are you supposed to do in that scenario you just like just let him do his thing You're like you don't have to hover you don't have to do anything it's like he yeah knows what he's doing offer like, him a glass of water like right. when he was shoveling my car out i was right there shoveling with him don't get me wrong like it was getting poured on in the rain then Obert used was, the shovel. I was out there with him too. He did have to walk the mile back. I drove. He walked. That's again, that's that's what happened. But, but that plan was pre pre predetermined. Right. That was right. that was that was that was the plan. Okay. Well, that is quite the uh that is that is that is quite quite the story. So but uh well, Tud. I'm I'm gonna drink my beer now. You need you need to you need to pour Pour the beer down on the flames on the inside to put them out. <laughs> wow. 
Well, uh, oh, oh. Huh. Tut's not having it. Tut's never oh, going no. into towing. <laughs> it's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Well, now that we're on the other side of that, <laughs> uh, my beer this week. Wow, I'm bothered, listeners. I need a, I need a, I need a write in. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to go first? I'm ready. <laughs> no, no, I've got my beer. It's right here. Okay. So right. this beer is called A Tale of Two Pities. On the front is a picture of two different uh, pit bulls. One appears to be, you know, darker, maybe brown. It's it's black and white. So there's one dark pit bull, one white pit bull, and running through a field. They look really happy. There's a tree in the background. It looks like the perfect day. You know, these two pities are having having life. They they probably weren't abandoned in the middle of a snow-covered road. Now I have to ask, Tut, how is tail spelled? T-A-I-L. Okay. Nice. I know done. our listeners are curious, so. Yes. But they probably didn't need to be abandoned, or they didn't abandon somebody. They look way too happy for that. Um, but maybe Elmer's pretty happy. So. <laughs> so anyways, this is a collaboration between... What I believe is the is a first time for both of these breweries on the podcast. And it is Timber Ales and it is brewed in collaboration with Barclay Brewing Company. Uh both of these breweries do brew out of 12%. Um yeah, you know, fun fact about these beers. So Timber Ale comes out with they have their barreled series and they release probably a new barrel every month, every other month. Um and their beers sell out in minutes and or seconds. So I don't know how I got so lucky to get this one. I've had it for probably about three months now, and I figured mm. that I, I wanted to try it because everybody raves about these things. That and I had picked up um, additional bottles from Timber Ales from a bottle sale yesterday that sold out in literally less than 30 seconds. And I was lucky Damn. to get some of those too. So I wanted to try this because when I was there picking them up, people were like raving. They were like, oh my God, I can't believe you got the Timber Ales beers. Like, you know, enjoy them. They're great. Wow. So this beer I bought, it came in two different variants. There's the the white wax and the gold wax. And so I decided to go with the white wax. No other thing than it was the one closest to my fridge when I pulled it off and stuck it in the fridge. Um, this is a, it's an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. Nice. Sounds amazing. I had Timber Ales when I was at twelve percent, and I can vouch that they were really good. Um, I did notice that Tud did not remove the wax before we recorded. No, but I did I was going to I was actually going to mention this. I did bring over a better my preferred uh wax cutting bottle opener. There you go. So, this should be a significantly easier process for me this time. <laughs> and it was. That took all of 10 seconds. By the way, this is the for those listeners who have listened forever, this is that bottle opener that was a handle many 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 moons back my my barrel aged opener mm. opens wax bottles like a charm so obviously as you would expect it is a billion srm oh wow about a half inch of head on the the pour it's honestly a perfect pour if i do say so myself i'm pretty sure that i am the poor master that head looks like it, it the looks, milk the milk yeah. at the end of some Count Chocula. It looks so good, though. Like uh, uh, the that beer is that beer is a beautiful beer. On the nose, oh, it smells like heaven. You definitely get a lot of bourbon flavor, but you, you definitely smell some chocolate and some like like 
you know, dark oats. This smells like like a chocolate cereal. It smells like Count Chocula. That's nice. I think that's bur- Count Chocula if you threw a shot of bourbon in it. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I was totally on board till you said that. <laughs> sounds worse. Okay. You know, Let's, when you uh, count chocula and you just use you use bourbon as uh, instead of milk, that's what it tastes like. I said, I said, if you threw a, if you threw like the smell of bourbon on top, that's I mean that's I'm trying to go for what it smells you like. You did say a shot, you a did shot, shot of bourbon. You did say a shot. Yes. Is there yeah, milk well, involved? Is the question. Well, how else do you get is, the chocolate the cho- count chocula to smell like count chocula with milk if you don't add the milk? Oh, okay. I guess I, I wasn't sure yeah. if it was like a bowl of dry count chocula with bourbon or is it count chocula milk with a little bourbon no yeah it's 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 a bowl of count chocula that's already been sitting out because you need to let it sit for a little bit for it to turn it to chocolate milk and then the bourbon gets added so okay it that's gets the worse perfect smell. it gets worse it gets worse the more you think think of it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not going for the flavor i'm going for the smell here and that's the smell count chocula when it sits out for a little bit and gets all chocolate milky it smells pretty good just me all right no, no, no one is denying that. <laughs> keep, keep going with your review. All right, let's dive on in and, and try this out. Titties, titties, titties beer. Just the thing to get you grinning ear to ear. Whether you're from the country or the big old city. One thing for sure, everybody loves titties. This, this is an incredible beer. Um... I didn't mention it before. It's twelve point five percent ABV. Mm. Oh, I think it's been out. You know, due to Obert's long harrowing story about killing his tow truck driver, um, it's been out for a while because I did take it out pre-recording. Um, so I think we're about thirty minutes into this podcast already. So it's been out that entire time and, and only that amount of time because we started as soon as I took it out. This mm. this might be the best barrel aged stout I've ever had. No way! Like this is this is incredible. Four seven five. Lock it in. Yeah, I can already say I that. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. It's can no I, better number. Or, can or, already or, say or it. a five. You could say five, Todd. No, it's four, seven, five. It's already locked it's, in. It's, okay, so it's a five. You just, it's uh, maxed out on the scale. It's the best well, stout he's ever the thing. had. Everybody the best else, stout he's ever had. Everybody claims that all of their beers are better than the last. So I have more of their beers. I don't know if one of them is going to taste better than this. So I can't, I can't give this a five knowing that one of those could be better. Okay, let me ask you this. Can you taste the pit bull? I don't think any pit bulls were harmed in the creation of this beer. Not even the singer? The singer I don't think worldwide? so. As, f- as far as I know, he's alive. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's just got a little bit of him in it, if you know what I mean. I mean, well, no one's ever different... seen pit bull in this beer in the same room. That's true. There'd have to be two different pit bulls in here, though, because it is a tale of two pities. Right. Mm. Well, I think now we know why it's not a five. I know now, what it would need. The other one's the Pittsburgh Pirate, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, my question is: Is it is it the tail? Oh, so the tails tail. of two pit bulls? Mm. But it's only one tail, so I think it's like a genetically mutant <laughs> pit bull cat that dog situation. Conjoined by the tail, uh-huh. and they cu- they cut it off to free them both. Yes, yes. I actually, I actually think that we may be like. Like somebody's got to look this up because I think that this actually may go for like the benefit of like rescuing pit bulls or something like that. We may be making fun of something that we probably shouldn't have, but I like this joke. So <laughs> I'm just gonna no. say, listeners, we're gonna figure it, this out in about it was 10 a, seconds. it was a, it was a, it was a it was a a quality of life improvement for both pit bulls. It was a good right. thing. They're now free to run in different directions. Right, not one, not not opposite well, each other. But, but on the bottle, they're running towards me. 
Right, after they've been freed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the flavors I'm getting, I mean, it tastes, you know, there's no, there's no bourbon burn. You get a nice oaky flavor. You get some chocolate flavor. Um, you know, it is very smooth. It's not overly carbonated like Barreled Souls beers are. It's at probably the perfect temp- uh, serving temperature at the moment. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. You know, it's, it is the, the definition of a, a perfect barrel-aged stout. Like I said a couple weeks ago when I brought the Freezing Moon from Labyrinth. And at the time, that, that was the best bourbon barrel-aged stout. Plain bourbon barrel-aged stout I ever had. This this is better. This is a better wow. bourbon barrel-aged stout. Um, Damn, perfection. Nope. It's perf- perfection. It, it is perfection perfect score, at a 475. <laughs> because there's probably something better out there. Because three weeks ago, I gave that Labyrinth beer a 475. Said probably, or could never... Never find a better beer, right? Well, this, and this one. this is just this. You're saying that on a scale of zero to five, this is just as good. Yes, okay. but it's in my mind, it's better. All right. Well, let's see what Untapped has to say about all this. Well, I mean, I can say that there was 176 people that have had this beer. It's this not a lot. The white. This is the white wax. They are all differentiated. Correct. The, between the, the oh, difference. I just thought that you were saying that the they had different colored waxes. I no, no, they're, they're different beers. Yeah, they're brewed different. Yeah. Like there's something different about them. Now, a a more seasoned reporter probably would have done a little bit of research and figured out why they're different wax colors. Blah blah blah. That's not what people listen to this podcast for. They listen to the story. <laughs> they listen to this podcast to hear stories about Obert murdering his his tow truck driver. <laughs> okay, well, I will say to be if if Chris is the angel on your shoulder, I'll be the evil murderous devil on the other shoulder. There's a regular Tale of Two Pities check-in with no wax specified with 772 check-ins. I took so, that as a just a straight up like a non-barrel-age version. So I believe that that was probably okay. the one that they poured in the tap room at 12%. Yeah. I gotcha. And then I, I assume the gold wax is aged in a different kind of barrel or something. I don't know. I'm making yeah. a lot of assumptions on a beer I've never heard of. but I mean, this one doesn't <laughs> it does not say what makes it white or... Or gold. Mm. But I will uh, guess that the people of 12%, the, the drinkers of I, this beer. I, I could tell you the difference between the white and the gold. All right. What looking is at it? the reviews. Just to help give you a little bit more information here. The white wax was aged before being conditioned on toasted and non-toasted coconut. The oh. gold wax did not have the coconut. Wait, the, Ooh, the, okay. the, the white one was coconut. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get no coconut. So now it's a four. Absolutely no coconut. You have to send me a bottle so I can like really suss out if there's coconut or not. Well, I was just maybe Chris has this, this one swig of this and he's cured of his coconut hatred. Ooh, I think maybe. the last one, I think the last coconut beer he had, he didn't hate it either. I think he's coming around yeah. to the coconut. It, it's if it's done right, if it's done well, it, I can I can I can stomach it. So he's he's becoming a fan of the coconut. No, I'm not becoming a fan. It's like Belgians. It's like the same thing with Belgians. I'm not a fan of Belgians, but I'm coming around. They're growing on me. Anyways, 176 people. What do you think? What do you think they rated it? Well, now I'm kind of upset there's no coconut. You want to change yours? Do you want to change your rating? Maybe to a two. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody dipped the gold wax one in the white wax on accident. Oh, no. Maybe. Listen, if this is supposed to have coconut, it does have to get a little bit of a ding in a rating. I'd say it's probably more of a 4.5, 4.5 not a 4.75. It's not meeting the expectations of what I was expecting it to be. So I will knock that down. 
You didn't even you know. Didn't until even Loki, know. Yeah, you had no idea until Omar well, said it. <laughs> right, but but like I said, the bottle doesn't tell me what it, what it is. If I'm you know, if I know the style and I'm what I'm looking for, there's no coconut. You can't be a coconut bourbon barrel aged stout if you don't have any coconut. Still a delicious beer. I'm sure the gold is probably a four seven five because the, then there's no hidden coconut. Then, <laughs> okay, so not as good as the freezing moon. Not as good as a representation. It's a better beer than the freezing moon, but it's not as good of a representation because this is supposed to have coconut, and I'm not getting any coconut. All joking aside, your own tap scale is whatever your own tap scale is. <laughs> you get to rate it whatever you want to rate it. So that's fair. I nobody's nobody can fault you for that. It's your personal rating. So. Right, right. You give it a four and a half. What do the other 176 people give it? I'm going to say they're going to give it a four, three, seven. This is one time you are not, like, doors wide open. Wide open. It's a four, five, five. Wow. Incredibly high. And I was... I was perusing some of the some of the things. A lot of people are getting the coconut, so I don't know. I get no coconut. I, I think my... you're lose. I think you're losing it. I think it's done. Maybe my uh, over my... over over tow truck story has ruined. That was your kryptonite. <laughs> I think yeah. I think over pissing me off beforehand really put a damper on this whole process. So wow. Okay. I I, I don't know if I've ever been in this position where it's like wide open after Tud's gone. So. It's like a leisurely Friday afternoon. Yeah, what the hell? I'm so angry. Listen, I'm taking away one of Obert's tally marks. I'm giving it to myself. <laughs> no, I think it should go to me. <laughs> this is why This is why the whiteboard is in my house. Because we know that I will preserve the sanctity of the rules of the whiteboard. Since when did you get a smiley face? Uh, when I got it exactly correct. Okay. For the, for the first time or the second time? The second time. Okay. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go next because Obert's, Obert's still going through his pregame beer. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, Todd, you got you to gotta get – if it's really, truly that good, you got to get some gold gold beer ones for I know. For Port I mean, I mean, I've got I, – like I said, I have the gold one in my house. Oh, I thought you meant you grabbed the white one when you were there to buy – like you just grabbed no, it no. randomly. No, no. I have one. I have, oh. I have, I have each wax – Okay. I just grabbed okay. this one off of my shelf and put it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you used it off of the shelf, I was confused. But okay, maybe it's a pregame follow-up then. Ooh, there you go. There you it's go. a heavy beer to drink on the pregame, up. but that's maybe, heavy. maybe you should compare them right now. It's yeah, the, there you go. Back to Gold back. one's not cold. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. Nice. So I'm going to hand it over to Chris and let him drink. I'm yes. very... I'm I'm still very off put. I don't know. I don't know if I could be friends with Ober anymore. <laughs> this this really got you shook. I gotta say. I know. Just just abandoning another human being in the middle of nowhere where there's wolves probably. Well, I've um. I've been that guy before. I've been that guy that Ober put that Ober put their life or his their life on the line oh, for him. Okay. So now we got to get Dan on the podcast. <laughs> see, uh-huh. see if he, see if he wants to go on the pod. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So. I bought this. I bought this beer. Went to uh, went to um, Ultimate Ales, of course. Um, and I bought this beer. Now I'm going to hold this up to the camera, Tud uh, Obert. If you guys could tell me at first glance, if you had to guess the brewery, what brewery would you guess? Just other base- half. Yeah, that looks like another half label. It, it looks like another half label. Um, so I was like, oh man, is this other half? The, it is not. The, the graphic, the sticker on the graphic, the fact that it's like only covering half the can. Yeah. And then the font color and like the same serif font, like it's it, all together. It's not just like 
there's a passing resemblance. Like they've made several design choices that are very similar. Yeah, they right, put the design yes. on the other half of the camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's actually a brewery, a new brewery to me and to the podcast called Finback Brewing Company, um, and this is their Brightside Double IPA. So um, they are out of. So this is actually funny. They're actually also brewed out of Queen. Well, they're brewed out of Queens. So I I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, maybe other half is like. What is it called? It's called Finback Brewing Company, and it's called uh, the Bright uh, Brightside Double IPA. So um, as you can see, there's a Finback Whale there. That's 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 the the difference. Um, but I, I was I was interested. I I thought it was other half at first, and um, he was like, "No, no, no, that's Finback." And I was like, "Okay, well, it's like it's like the Walmart version of other half." Um, but Wait, I so do other half is Target in this in this scenario. Sure, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've I've had Finback Brewery before, not this one, but I've had it before. Okay, I remember them being good. Okay, well, hey, that's 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 good. I I but, I, I I've not had them. Um, so, oh, it smells! It smells like it's gonna be a a, a, a hazy ale. Let's see. I, I don't know what hops are in this. Uh, it was between like a couple. I actually also had a beer from Twelve Percent in my fridge that I was like considering. Um, just a Twelve Percent Love Fest today. Um, but went with this one. Um, just a the switcheroo, the the the, the other half switcheroo. Um, but yeah, kind of cool. Uh, I poured it out. So it's all gone. No, it is definitely a hazy ale. I mean, look at it. It's 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 just a, a beautiful looking beer. Um, exactly what you want uh, from these uh, these these kinds of beers. They're just like super orange, a decent a decent little little. Well, I won't say little. That's like a, yeah, maybe a quarter inch ahead up there, something like that. Um, nice uh, white. It smells like it's got some 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 strong tropical notes to it. Like maybe a mango or something, uh, something like that. Something a little bit sweeter, not quite as tart as like a like an orange or a clementine or what what have you. So I'm very excited to get into this. Sounds go good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's. I I am intrigued by this this brewery because their website says they do not distribute the beer. They say they only they they only like distribute to like local bars. Like they don't can it or anything like that. So. Clearly Interesting. That's not true. Yeah, may- maybe they lied now, or maybe maybe other half is brewing it. I have no idea. So, um, or maybe they're they're canning it because I mean, golly, you could have fooled me. Maybe it's actually from a different brewery called Effenbach, <laughs> <laughs> and that's an apostrophe. <laughs> that's true. No, it says Burden packaged by Finback. Anyways, um, so I'm excited to get into it. I'm gonna go ahead and do that now. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. So, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I did not check the, the date on this can until right now. So this can is almost six months old, which is getting a little old. Yeah, not ideal for an IPA. Not yeah. the oldest IPA we've had on the show by any No, stretch. no, no, no. No. Um, it's definitely got some bite to it. It's got a lot more bite than I thought. I was expecting it to be have like a sweeter tone, but it's definitely got some bite up front. Based on the uh, nose taste, it sounded I know. Like. Yeah, it, it it I didn't smell the bite. I didn't smell it, but it was like it was like a like a pit bull. <laughs> Just 
<laughs> like a conjoined pit bull. <laughs> conjoined pit bull. Bite, barking and biting. I don't know. Um, I mean, I I don't know what to like. Uh, okay, let's just call it how it is. What? It, yeah, I mean, is... I get I get a ton of bitterness right up front, like a ton. Um, a pretty strong bite, and then it kind of mellows a little bit into a tropical flavor, um, fruity fruity citrus flavor. Um, but it is like more orangey. Like I don't get a lot of sweetness from it, which I was hoping I was going to. Um. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's, it may be the way it's brewed. Like, it, this may be intended, but like, it's just like, it's really, really strong up front. And then it's really hard to pull anything else out from after that, which is very disappointing. I was looking forward to this beer. <laughs> and and it's, it's not, it's not bad, especially like, I enjoy a more bitter beer, but like, normally I like it less forward and like more towards the middle end. And then, um, and that's not what I'm getting here. Uh, it's it's oh it's okay it's okay. Uh, like I don't know how much of it is because of the can it's cans age versus what the beer actually tastes like, but unfortunately, it just sounds like, a little off. Yeah, just a little off, just a little off. Um, this is the strangest brewery I've ever tried to look up because I can't prove that they have a relationship with other half, but I think they do. The clues are there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And the fin- even the finish is a little tangy. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give this a three and a quarter. Um, that was the number I was reading off your face. I was like, yeah, that's a three and a quarter face if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a three and a quarter. It's 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 not it's not terrible. It's not a drain pour. It's not as bad as the beer I had a little bit ago or a few weeks ago. Um, but it's definitely. I, I think the six months didn't help it. Um, I wish I went with a different beer. Who knows? Um. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm a little disappointed, I'm a little disappointed, but um, out of 1188 check-ins though, oh wow, if you're okay. disappointed. How disappointed is everybody else? See, that's the thing. I don't think they're gonna be. I think it's gonna be surprisingly high. Um, you think that just because yours was a little stale? That's what I'm. I don't know. That's what I'm hoping for. I guess I don't. I know. I know very. I know very nothing about this brewery. <laughs> Outside of that, I thought it was other half at first. Um, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. I think it'll be around four. Um, I don't know if it's going to be over or under. Uh, and if it is, it's it's like right there. It's like right there. Jeez. Um, Jace. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. But then again, this was not that. It was not that great. It was. But that again, I think I think it was. I'm, I'm convincing myself it was just me. I'm going to say. I'm going to say under four. I'm going to say it's like a three, nine, six. So you're closer than me. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're closer than me. Oh he, no, it's a bad sign. Yeah, just barely. <laughs> oh, just God. barely. Oh God. Four point one two. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So like point oh two closer. I was gonna say that? it sounded like you were closer, and then I was like, "Wait a second. Yeah. And then I was like, well, "No, I have to. I have to oh bust out a calculator God. to do this one." So bad, oh, man. I, 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 I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I, I'm, 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 I'm sad. I'm sad by this. Well, sad we this. have, we have just left this entire uh, wide open door wide open for Ober just to kind of walk right on through. It's like kicking a field goal from the three yard line. Yeah. I hope you lose now for that analogy. <laughs> You know what? I don't analogy? think you should. No, you. I don't you think you should lose for other reasons. I'm gonna purposely make up a bad rating for whatever. It doesn't matter. Your beer is a. It's rated a point one two. 
Uh, well, I'm going to guess point one one then. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the reviews of this uh, this tale of two pities, and I'm I'm upset that I missed the coconut here. Yeah, you got nothing, man. And then, like and nothing. Every, and like a lot of them are like very nice, subtle coconut. You know, like like coconut got, was a nice touch. You know, like yeah. And that's the thing is they're saying like it's not like it's not like it shouldn't be kicking me in the face, but it's it should be there, and I just didn't get it. And I'm I'm just gonna have to blame Obert on that that I missed it because just so tossed, just so thrown off that my my taste buds they just they're just not working for me today. Who knew what you would have guessed if I hadn't mentioned what the white wax went? Well, I just yeah, I mean, but I, I probably higher. I probably would have guessed a, you know about a four or five, four something. But who knows? Overall, Obert screwed me from the start of this podcast <laughs> till th- through through my beer review. All right, well, I was also excited to bring a new-to-the-pod brewery this week. It's a new-to-me brewery, and it's I think it's a new-to-the-world brewery, too, but I'm not sure. Um, this is from Cranky Sam Brewing out of Missoula. I got this at Big Head's Bottle Shop down there. I have never heard of these guys before, and I thought I'd been to every brewery in Missoula, so they must be pretty new. Um, this is their C period love, their C love Hazy India Pale Ale, which we're just calling Hazy Ales from now on. Yes, um, yes. Which number? Which number what? Oh, no. Never mind. You said Hazy IPA. I see Sea Love number three. I don't know. This is all it says in the can. Whichever the one looks like this. All right. Got it. Okay. So it's a little 12-ounce baby can. Um, I'm excited to try these guys out. I know nothing about the brewery. I know nothing about the beer. This is just a totally blind beer review for me, which... I don't get to do very often for Montana breweries. Um, it has some tasting notes around the, the can, which we'll see how accurate they are. Uh, if they are, it'll be amazing because it says I should be tasting passion fruit, honey blossom, ripe pear, and vivid, which I didn't know was a flavor. That's a taste. Apparently. Did you see, as you said that, did you see that Coca-Cola is coming out with a, with a Coca-Cola flavor that's supposed to taste like pixels? Pixels? Like the things yeah. in my monitor? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Is it like Coke with extra pixels now? It's it said to, to, to capture the, the taste of what pixels taste like. Did they happen to announce this uh, the beginning of this month? I think they just announced it like last week. Like April 1st, perhaps? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Because that's weird. But if we can get some Coke pixels, I'd like to review that on the show. That'd be fun. I'm still looking for the Bush Dog Beer. I want to try that on the show. Um, I also want to... If anybody knows if we could score some PBR whiskey, please let us know. And I, yeah, also, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. Mountain, the Mountain Dew Four loco thing. I want we got, that. We're keeping our eyes peeled for all these terrible flavor experiences. Um, so, listeners, keep your eyes peeled too. We, if you see any of these, please, please, I'm begging you. Post and tag us, either Discord, Instagram, email it, whatever. Because I want to try one of these things so bad. Uh, yeah, the the mountain the Mountain Dew beer, I'm like on board for. Like send send it to me. I think you can only get it in like one state right now. <laughs> so it's only legal. It's 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 illegal in 49 states. <laughs> I think Tennessee's the only ones messing around with it right now. <laughs> so even though PepsiCo was founded in North Carolina, so I don't understand where that's all about. But anyways. Um, so the 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 pixel flavored Coke is called Coke Bites. Okay, 
Well, so just an FYI. And are you sure it wasn't like the beginning of this month? <laughs> yeah. I just I just sent you an article. Oh, did you? Okay. Look at that. They the headline the the byline on this article says it's almost impossible to describe the taste. So I tried the pixel flavored Coke and it bites. Is what is what they. Say. Yeah. The next line is yeah. this one can stay in the metaverse. Okay. Oh, so it's very bad. It's not good. What is this? Yeah, weird. But I don't know. I'll I'd like to review it on the show. Uh, below all those other things, I think I think our white whale on the show, for me, it's the PBR whiskey. I don't know about PBR you. PBR whiskey would be would be yeah pretty 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 epic. Yeah, if if we could find that, um, not only would I buy it, I would buy it repackage it and get you guys some because we'd all have to try it on the show we admitting it's going to be garbage right like there's no way it's going to be good but right. i mean how could it not be good it only kissed a, a bourbon barrel for you know six seconds seconds <laughs> yeah that's what that's what the appeal is for me but we're getting away from my beer view it's getting flat over here the sea love from cranky sam taste vivid supposedly which is what got us all <laughs> all uh all off track here let's see how it tastes Oh my god, you could order it. I know, hang on, I gotta play your sound bit. I was just so excited that I could order it, which I'm gonna do. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! It's done! Okay, let's see. So, on the nose, I do get the, that passion fruit. I do get those, I think, the similar notes that Chris was describing on his smell, which was like, smells sweet, smells tropical, but not overly citrusy. Um, so maybe that's where I'm getting the passion fruit from. What do you describe it as, Chris? Like, uh, mango? I said I said mango, yeah. Yeah, I get that, but the taste is pretty flat. Um, I see no date on this can, but I know that they would not sell me an old beer at Big Heads. I also see the the ripe pear. I get some of that pear. I feel like is a very subtle flavor, but I get I get a little bit of that in the both the nose taste and the mouth that's taste. A, that's an interesting flavor for a beer. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed this. There's more thorough description on the side, Todd. And it says it's bursting with complex floral, stone fruit, and tropical hop notes. So I said your name specifically because when I was glancing at it sideways on the table, I misread stone fruit as star fruit. And I probably uh, really excited. But... <laughs> I'm actually really disappointed that it's going to cost $40 to get this bottle of whiskey to me. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that after I finish this beer review. <laughs> it's apparently named after uh charles love an african-american veteran prize fighter hairdresser and all-around renaissance man who called missoula home in the late 1800s so that's cool this flavor though it's very muted compared to the smell tastes um and maybe because my pre-game beer was very flavorful very sweet this is much more subtle earthier um both earthier and more down to earth in terms of duller notes all around Mm. which doesn't sound like a good thing, but I think it means it's more drinkable, you know? Like, you can throw a few more of these back because it's not just, like, overwhelming your palate with hop after hop after hop every single sip. So I like it. I would definitely go back to Cranky Sam and, like, go to their brewery in person, try some of their stuff. Um, I'm going to rate it a 3.75, which I think I think is pretty good. I think Cranky Sam, you got some room for improvement. But if I went back to the brewery, there was like eight beers on tap. I could pick four to put on a flight board. This would make the list again. I would want to try it again in addition to your other stuff. So keep up the good work. I want to see what else you got. Nice. I am worried, though, because 
these guys are so new. I'm not sure what their untapped presence is going to even be like. I thought you had it up, Ted. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I did, but I thought it was... Well, this right. is the problem when Chris does Tud's beer and Tud does Chris's beer. Then I'm like, I'm like oh man, this one was... Over this Scott Duzo beer. I gotta do mine. <laughs> yeah. So, normally, normally we do a pretty good job of rotating so that like we all can do one other person's, but I got it. this week. So, Over, you are right that their um, they're untapped presence is, how do you say, uh, small? Small. Small. Not very big. Uh, this beer has 41 check-ins. Okay. I was expecting 12, to be honest. Okay. So. So this is, this is, this is better than you expected. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just pitch it right down the middle. 4.00. So, <laughs> against all odds, Chris has won this week. Yeah. It is a 3.66. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's a very I stinky I, review. I really thought you were going to just do a 3.75. I thought that was... <laughs> No, I thought, I thought this was pretty with. good. I thought it was going to be new brewery. It's got that little bit of a new brewery hype. Thought it was going to be. Uh, I thought it was going to be above my guess, to be honest. So nice, um, Chris. Earn that title mark. What, listen, hello, victory. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> it's it's point one six. That might be the largest margin of victory. Like the furthest away the winner has ever. Nah, you know, I don't even are. know. If, I don't even know if it should count as a as a tally mark. I think it's very, it I think, it's I think very, it was a week we had a no tut and we had a guest. We had like, it was like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.3, and like another I think it was 3. when Kiwi got, I mean, new tut got hers. Uh huh. Or something. I don't know. But was, you earned your 17th tally mark. Um, Craig, you Sam, I'm sad. I think you're, I think you got, you got low balls here. I'm going right. to give you a five star review on Google. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> you need it. Um, I'm not even going to be goaded into this anymore. I'm just. <laughs> Just, Can you at least just, at least tell me what, what some of the reviews thought were not so great about this beer? I can tell you that. It's only 41 of them, so I could actually read you them all if I wanted to. Please don't. Um, anyone's with a comment. A lot of people bought them from Big Head. I can tell you that. Um, nice orange and grapefruit on the nose and palate. A sweet part finish. But that was a 4.0. Uh, this is another 4.0. Delightful IPA on a beautiful day. Juicy, aromatic, hazy, fruity, and not overly hoppy. Tasty pear on the finish. A very well done IPA. These are all people who are like right in line with what I was guessing for Untapped. Like, yeah, that that nice pear, nice citrusy notes. I just think I don't think now that I've, I've, I've scrolled through all forty one now. Here's the here's one that gave it a three two five. Hazy, not exceptionally juicy. Tropical notes. Slight numbing on the tip of the tongue. Three point two five. I think numbing? these yeah cold nice cold beer while I look through one of our websites. I, I just think that people in Montana either A, don't know what good beer is, or B, B, these guys are just so new that they're just getting screwed because people are just, they're not rating it very high, even though some people seem to like it. Wow. I want to have them back on the pod. If I can get more Cranky Sam, I absolutely will. Well, I'll let you know this. They seem to have a large plethora of beers. They have 45 beers on Untapped. Wow. It's crazy. So they exist. Okay, I will find them. <laughs> they exist. I will hunt them down. They have um, this one called Shacktown New England IPA that people rave about. I'll have to check that one out. So, Ted, you were saying that uh, you can actually get the PBR whiskey. You can actually get it delivered off of woodencork.com for twenty nine ninety nine a bottle. 
it retails at according to Total Wine's website, nineteen ninety nine. So that's not bad. Ten dollar, ten dollar, you know, finder's fee essentially, which I would be willing to pay, except for when you go to to FedEx home delivery, and this is where I just refuse to do it. They want forty dollars and sixty six cents to send this bottle of whiskey to me, just yeah. for shipping. Just for shipping. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's a no go from me. I mean, if if one of the listeners wants to pay the forty dollars and sixty six cents so I can try it and review it on the podcast, you know, I'll send my Venmo information out and they can just Venmo me. <laughs> but it's not worth that. I, there's there's even another site I was looking at. It was still like twenty three bucks. It was like twenty two bucks for the bottle and like twenty three bucks to ship. And I was like, but freak, but see man, that's, that's better. That's so ex- it's better. It's it's less expensive, it's but better. It's still- but at the same time, then you're like, what? Could I spend that $45 on if I wanted to buy good whiskey? Right. <laughs> Listen, like, for all we know, this is, ex- ex- this is incredible whiskey. It's, it's very the five possible. second aging is so intriguing. I can really, ta- I can really taste the oak. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe PBR whiskey and, uh, and, and Mountain Dew beers coming to the podcast. That'd be so good. Oh, man. That'll uh, be the day. Oh, I, 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 I buy just as soon as I see him anywhere, I'm buying, I'm buying the Mountain Dew beers. Without a doubt. All right. But I think it's that time. It is. That we hand our podcast off to Jordan, who uh, will, will play us into our Frosty Mug of Wisdom segment. We can regale you with tales of things that made our lives better or things we like. Products, is your handle places, how to, people. Is your handle how to kill a tow truck driver? My handle's actually how to separate conjoined dogs. So. <laughs> conjoined at the tail. <laughs> Without further ado, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! All right, Jordan, thank you. Sorry, I was listening to his command telling me to drink. Then I was like, oh, this is short version. got to chug faster. Anyway... <laughs> Jordan, thank you, and also a special thank you for your, the work he did on our Mr. Oscar episode. Um, it's always I, the best part of the episode. It really is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I want to thank Blevin, too, but I want to thank Jordan more because he did a lot more work than Blevin. We don't, we don't, th- yeah. we don't we thank Blevin. Wanna, we want to thank Jordan. Okay. We want to mention Blevin also sent something in. How about, why don't we say <laughs> let's thank Jordan and acknowledge Blevin? Yeah, Why do yeah. we have Sounds to even good. acknowledge him at all? Well, at this point, we it's a fact. Because it hurts have. more when you acknowledge him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you forget about him, that's that's like it. But if you're like, oh, thank you, Jordan. It was amazing. And then Blevin, you were there too. It's well, if like, you want yeah. more of that high quality audio engineering, <laughs> go to your podcast app, search for Wreck My Podcast, download the latest episode. You might enjoy it. Um, if you haven't by now, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. Anyway, um, honk, 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 Chris, (laughs) man of people. That's right. Um, I get all the honks to myself this week, so (laughs) I get to say the honks. It's the beginning of uh, Hot Chris Summer.
It is. Everybody knows on a tear. hot Chris summer su- starts in April. <laughs> it was I submit that it will not last that longer. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, unless, man. Unless Obert has more tales of you know, hurting truck drivers, then I will probably never win ever again. never got hurt. I don't know. Yeah, now Allegedly. you're putting words in my story. <laughs> All in, right, the, in, the, in the fan fix online, he gets hurt. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to read those. That's a dark path. No. No, 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 no. They start off. They start off innocent enough. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, wow. I have all the power today. Um, I'm going to make uh, Tud go first. Tud, you can have the hand the handle machine. Well, thank you. I like calling my handle this week a handle machine. <laughs> <laughs> my handle this week is to be kind to the people who help you out in the world Boo. and assist the. <laughs> this isn't a handle. <laughs> handle machine. No, my handle this week. I really like that handle. I thought that was a good handle. Be kind. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> Save that handle for Easter. <laughs> no, so my handle this week is something that I was forced to buy because um, my Fire Stick remote decided to join the Great Beyond. So, for those of you who don't know, Fire Sticks, Fire TVs, whatever you want to have from Amazon, they come with a remote. Well, if that remote happens to die, say because a battery gets a little wet and corrodes and you don't notice it for months and months and months till you go to use it, and then the battery becomes useless, and then when or the the remote becomes useless, so then when you go to buy a new remote, you find out that it's just as pricey to buy a whole new Fire Stick than it is to buy a replacement remote. Um, if you're if you're some of those people, well, I will tell you that you need to stop doing that and you need to buy a Roku streaming stick instead because they're better. Um, they may, they might not be as fast, but they're still fast enough. They, they still, you know, I don't think you notice like the 0.1 second difference, but what I think you will notice is that unlike an Amazon fire TV or stick or whatever, there's no advertisements on Roku. Roku is a completely open source program. So you're not getting, Oh, this is what's new on Amazon prime video, or this is what's new on this service. That's paying Amazon for their front page landing page. It is literally, here's the apps you own. Log into them and use it. And just to let you know, they are the same price as Amazon Fire Sticks. They fit more comfortably behind your TV because they literally are just a stick. They don't need to be powered, um, and they're they're built to hide. So, and then on top on top of that, there's an app. And once you log in to your new Roku and you have other Rokus, it it automatically syncs the data that you have on your other Roku. So we have two other Rokus in the house, bought a new Fire, or bought a new Roku stick, logged in, and it instantly synced all of my subscriptions already ready to go onto the oh, that's, that's cool. Nice. That is nice. So if, if you're logged in one place, you're logged in every place. I like how so Chris and I was sitting along until all of a sudden you mentioned we'd have to type in passwords using remote signal. <laughs> we're like, now we're listening. Yeah, that makes, a, that makes it a lot better. So yeah, so my handle, Roku, Go out and buy them, specifically the Roku Stick. Is that what it's called? Not like the Roku Pro Model 4 Silver? Like it is, Roku Stick? I th- Here, it is called the Roku Streaming Stick 4K 2021 on Amazon. So you it's still, the only Roku. Okay. So, it's the, the only the, Roku Stick. But at the end of the day, Amazon still wins because you bought it from them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. True. <laughs> Uh, take oh, that, Amazon. Man. We're not buying your Fire Stick. We're buying a Roku from Amazon. 
<laughs> but on a, so another selling point too is the Roku remote, which syncs to the ability to turn on and off your TV. I was going to ask about and this. Tur- and turn up and down the volume. And on the remote, it has four buttons: one for Netflix, one for Disney Plus, one for Hulu, and one for Apple TV Plus. So I don't see Amazon having all those buttons on their remote. Plus, you can't turn off the TV. Game set match Roku. Now I think it's a great handle. It's been a long episode already. I just want to interject one quick thing, and that is, Todd recommended the TV that I have. It's a it's a Sony. It's a good TV. But when I got it, my biggest complaint was the remote has a hundred useless buttons. Like when I got my Fire Stick, I realized that remotes don't need numbers zero through nine. Like nope. no one's typing channels in to their remote nope. anymore. Like I'd rather have a full keyboard. Give me A through Z and zero through nine. Then I at least right. put a password in. And also <laughs> the remote is a good eight to nine inches long, four inches of which has no buttons on it. It's just <laughs> for your hand to hold. This is a ridiculous remote. This Roku remote has none of those problems. It's a nice compact, just the buttons you need. Ted's showing it on his phone right now. It's got the arrows. Yep. It's got the buttons you need. Rewind, play, pause, stop. Everything you got. My my remote, the 8-inch one, doesn't have a stop button. How does it have that many buttons without the button stop? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it has man. back. It has home. Those kind of work like stop, but they're not Listen, stop. Has a, has a gr- it's a great TV, though. It's a good TV. It's got pause. It's got back. No stop. <laughs> I mean, who who stops anymore though? Pause is the new stop. Okay, Roku has like twelve buttons on there. They wanted to include stop. Stop's good. Roku Roku doesn't have stop. You just showed me a picture with stop. No, play pause. What's to the what's oh is that options? What does that say with the options is pointing to? Options. Is that a, the star? Is that a white square? No, it's a star. Oh okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. <gasps> I missed stop, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Bring back stop. Mr. Handle 182, what do you got for us? Who's Um, going next? You know what? You know what? I I, I forgot that I had a handle, so now I have it again. Um, So I'm going to go next. And uh, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a Pokemon streamer on Twitch. Um, You know, I, I... I, I barely you barely probably even know that um but uh one thing that i like to do is i wear a lot of uh, uh well either brewery or pokemon apparel so uh t-shirts etc um and one thing that got dropped into my discord and i signed up for and received my first shipment of already is amazon and you may not know this have t-shirt subscription clubs and um there is a pokemon one y'all so there is a pokemon one uh so uh, i received my first one it's 20 bucks a month you get a random t-shirt uh in whatever size whatever you know men youth women's um and then like a number of sizes like i got a big boy size and and it it was still 20 bucks they didn't upcharge me for being fat you know all that fun stuff um and they charge you 50 dollars for shipping (laughs) <laughs> no, they did not also do that. No. And free shipping. It even says 19.99 per box and free shipping. It uh, I honestly I think it came in a bag. So, 
<laughs> but uh, you know, take it as you will. Um, but I will say it was a really, really cool design. It was uh, the three Hoenn starters. Um, it was purple, which I wasn't expecting. I was expecting like you know black or blue. So you know, an ab- like a different color. Um, now, and and wait. a good quality T-shirt. What is a Hoenn? It's a it's a region in Pokemon. It's a region in Pokemon. You know, it's, a, it's easier if you don't ask what questions. Ge- what just... generation is Hoenn? Gen three. Gen three. Thank you. Yeah. Can uh, Can you just tell us what the Pokemon are called? Squirtle, Wordle, uh, and Hurdle. <laughs> Hurdle, Hurdle's a Pokemon now. <laughs> so is Wordle. You didn't catch that one in there. <laughs> no, I missed. I missed Wordle. <laughs> Squirtle, Wordle, and Hurdle. I heard Wordle, but I thought it started with like W H, and I was like, "Yeah, that kid's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon name." <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, but I was looking as I was as I was going through my as I was remembering my handle by going to my Amazon app. And it actually turns out that there's a bunch of different uh, of these uh, uh, subscription services. So there's like a Marvel Design Vault Club t-shirt, Harry Potter, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Sanrio, which looks like Hello Kitty. No idea what that is. Star Wars, Nick Rewind. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. So like if you uh, like to wear like literally like band, like old bands, iconic t-shirt bands, it said. Well, I like that one. Yeah. Um, like check it out if you if you if you someone that likes to wear um you know graphic tees uh, or if you're a diehard marvel fan apparently people like that uh, it's a new fad coming up marvel i guess and um so if you're yeah pro tip be on the lookout um but yeah if you like that kind of stuff check it out um the pokemon one i can vouch for but the quality of t-shirt all that stuff is pretty cool so there you go i like how you called marvel a new fad yeah i i, I only heard of it recently they were watching there are a bunch of bunch of nerds at work watching a trailer for I don't know Professor X or something I don't know. What you guys it was, heard about but... this Spider Man? <laughs> he got bit yeah. by a spider or something? It's crazy. Now he shoots webs. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty insane. So uh, so Chris, for those of us who are typing right now, what is what is the website? Uh, go to Amazon. A M A Z use an affiliate link that we don't have anymore uh but no it's just a search for a pokemon t-shirt club uh subscription or t-shirt club subscription and you can find the one that fits you best i recommend the pokemon one so there you go boom handled that's my new thing now (laughs) (laughs) that's what you say every time you have a handle (laughs) take that handle machine (laughs) take that handle machine oh man over what you got for us I got a new game on Steam. It's a indie game, which I always love to support indie games. It's also in their pre-release section. I think they call them like alpha builds or whatever. Um, it's called Core Keeper. It's a 2D mining game where it's a, like an RPG type where you're a guy, you kind of Minecraft-esque where you have pickaxe and some weapons and some armor and you got to just mine through blocks to get more ore and use that ore to make more better weapons and stuff like that um those kind of games i've already plugged terraria on here they have a sweet spot for me i really like them and this one's just came out uh i like supporting the early access games and i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm playing online co-op right now um I think you could tell it's still very bare bones. There's still a lot more they're going to add. But like if you bought Minecraft when it first came out, you paid the cheapest it ever was. It just got more expensive from there. So you want to get in early on this game. 
Core Keeper. Check that out on Steam. The link in the show notes will be to the trailer. Um, it did remind me a little bit of Stardew Valley watching the trailer because there's like you can plant crops and you can fish. The fishing mini game needs some work. I'm not going to lie. Fishing mini game is not fun, but the farming's okay. Um, it's fun. It's still new. Check it out. Core Keeper. It might be for you. It might not. Watch the video. Find out. Yeah, this this was mentioned um, on again. I said Twitch streamer, but they, like a chat, a chat, a person came in. And they were talking about it, and they said it was like really good. And they said if I like Stardew Valley, I would, I'd enjoy it. So I don't know how much how true that is, but like it. I checked out a few streams. It looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. So I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, but I might figure it out. We'll see. So looks neat. It looks very Terraria. Yeah, like I said, Terraria, Minecraft, Stardew. If that Venn diagram has you in the middle, buy this game. <laughs> looks a little like RimWorld, too. I know we've talked about that, but I think it looks like RimWorld as well. I never played. Future Handle. And so with that, thank you all for listening. Uh, first, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first, and I will thank Timber Ales and Barclay Brewing Company for their A Tale of Two Pities, made with no pit bulls. Allegedly. I would like to thank Finback Brewing Company for their Bright Side Double IPA. And I want to thank Cranky Sam for their Sea Love Hazy Ale. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Write in, by the way, about Obert's controversy here. I'd like some answers on this. Um, and if you prefer not to write us an email for whatever reason, uh, you know, head on over to the Discord where you can join the conversation there. I may even create a new conversation tab just for this Um <laughs> Just to discuss this. It's, so go it's, called, it's called Obert's Morality. <laughs> like, yeah. we can discuss it all there. <laughs> so, I'd like you to go, to, to go over there. If you're not going to write an email, please, because this needs to be discussed. Um, also, make sure you head over to Patreon and join for as little as a dollar a month. You get an extra episode of the podcast uh, every, you know, most weeks, I will say. This week, Obert uh, did a beer from um, a local favorite in Montana that I think was rated better than his podcast beer but still turned out to be a pretty good beer maybe not for obert's tasting but go check it out and with that look thank you all for listening my name's dud my name's chris and i'm obert and remember when you're drinking alone do it with friends I, I'm, I'm speechless i know it's been I still an hour feel bad. it's been yeah, an it's hour been, it's been, it's, it's dan been, it's is been but dan's still out there he's still dragging his truck out there only earned five hundred dollars because his wife gave you a hundred dollar discount that you didn't even pay for. So you could have easily said, you know what? He got stuck. It's on me. You know what? I'd like you to charge me seven hundred dollars because I'm not paying for it anyways. So Dan's business is twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three sixty five. Give a call. And how much business has he lost in two weeks? Give a call right now. See if he's still out there. You know what? No, he can't. There's no cell phone service. <laughs> I may call him and just be like, hey, you know, you okay? so I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, reporter doing a story on this uh, episode that happened to you a couple weeks ago. Did you meet a, did you meet a person named insert your name? And did you get stuck in the woods? I'd like to, I'd like you to review, review his, his patronage. Can you, can you review this person as a person?